A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. friends, Simon Miller here, if you can believe it. We are like 24 hours away from WrestleMania Backlash. I know about you, and what do I know? Absolutely nothing. It kind of feels like WWE doesn't care. That doesn't mean we don't have some good matches on the card, because we absolutely do. And make sure you go check out my WrestleMania Backlash predictions. That's right, it was a cheap plug. But as for now, we shall take this, the very slowly finger of power, which is temporarily the fist of power, which sounds absolutely disgusting, and we're going to give the good bits up and the bad bits are down with the latest episode of WWE Smack It Out. Can somebody please tell me why Aaliyah is now being used as a prop? I get in storylines, sometimes you are going to have to use people in this fashion, but she's still pretty damn new. I mean, she's not, but when she came up to the main roster, she vanished for a while, so it counts. But SmackDown was meant to start with Aaliyah taking on Charlotte Flair, because of course Aaliyah didn't tap out last week in the time that Charlotte wanted her to, as usual, because WWE had advertised a match. It didn't. It didn't happen. So from now on, when you do see the graphic or you do see the social media post, if I were you, I would think the opposite. And then you will never be disappointed again. Tyler was out before all this, though, and blamed everything that was going on on Drew Gulak. And I was like, man, poor Drew Gulak. He's having a terrible time. And that when we get to the pay-per-view, the premium live event, she will make Ronda Rousey say, I quit. And I will tell you right here, right now, if that does happen, I will eat my hat. Don't forget, you're not meant to be eating people's hats. It's going to make you feel sick. As Aaliyah was basically looking at Flair, Charlotte was like, well, I'm going to pretend you're Ronda Rousey. Come here, Ronda. And Aaliyah <laughs> listened to what she was saying. Even Pat McAfee was like, why is she listening? Her name isn't Ronda Rousey. But of course, she then started to beat the absolute ship out of this poor woman as that Simpsons kid was all like, stop, stop, she's already dead. This is when Ronda Rousey came out to make the save. And as we all know, WWE is still obsessed with this brawl that we did before the WrestleMania 35 main event. So even though Becky Lynch isn't in this one, they did it again. Although I will say this, even though the fans didn't really care I thought it was intense, I thought it was entertaining, and I thought it did a pretty good job in bigging up their match. When they were being thrown into Barry Barricade, they were just smashing each other in the face when all the referees came out to try and stop this. And have a guess if they succeeded. The answer is no. So my question to you, WWE HR department, is why aren't you hiring better individuals to break up massive brawls? I've been watching wrestling for a long ass time, and I never see that happen. They did keep finding ways to kind of kick each other before they were broken up. And as I've already said, there's something about this feud that hasn't clicked. So I hope that Ronda Rousey does become the SmackDown Women's Champion. And then we move on to something else. But in terms of a segment on my wrestling show, 
I am giving it up. Dana Baszler then defeated Sasha Banks. Naomi is now injured too after Baszler whooped her ass last week. And as always, Sasha was in control here until Natalia cast distraction. Now listen to me. It was announced on the WWE Financial Call a couple of days ago that we are going to get a WWE RPG. And I swear, if there isn't some move called distraction that costs 10 MP, I am going to be a very upset ball person. Basically, then smashed Sasha after she went for a head scissors and turned it into a slam, and that was a really good spot. So essentially, we were playing our roles here. Shayna Baszler was like, oh my gosh, I'm a champion warrior. I'm going to kick your ass. And really should be feuding with Ronda Rousey when she does become the champion. Sasha Banks all like, oh my gosh, I'm the baby face, but don't worry, because I'm about to come back. This happened too, because somewhere along the way, Shayna did kind of hurt her arm too. So Banks went after that and smashed it over and over again into Alan the announce table. And then she was doing all of her moves, she was doing the Meteora, and I bet you were meant to think, well, maybe she's going to win. She didn't, you already know this. We do have to focus on the specifics though, because recently WWE has once again become obsessed with the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment, the backwards. Because just as Shayna Baszler was going to lose, she rolled up Sasha Banks, she was grabbing the ropes, and Natalia was helping out too. She got the one, two, three, and it was like, how dare you do it? This was the right result though, because you have to tell the audience that there's a small chance that these two may win the tag team championships even though that's probably never going to happen. However, it was fine, it ticked the box up. There was also a big fight afterwards between all the teams until Naomi made the save. And I can't work out why this isn't on WrestleMania Backlash, or maybe it is and I've just forgotten. Again, WWE hasn't really been getting a megaphone and going, oh my gosh, just feels so lackluster. Quick interview with the Usos next, and they're not worried about Sunday because they know they're going to win. Seriously, they better, otherwise Roman Reigns is going to cut their penises off. Man, I shouldn't have said it. I regret it instantly. I'm sorry, I've just been watching a lot of Game of Thrones. RK Bro then retorted and said that they were going to win at the premium live event. So I was like, oh great, someone has just flipping lied to me. It was then time for another episode of Happy Talk with Happy Corbin. And as ever, sad times were coming my way. Because WWE has decided to make this feud about the fact that Baron Corbin doesn't have any hair. Well, you know what? Sometimes it happens and our bald brotherhood is going to stand tall. It was kind of a little bit weird because Corbin got in the ring and said that Mad Cat was an absolute goober when Moss appeared on the big screen and he started to insult Baron Corbin. Corbin was like, ah, you're being the big man back there, but you wouldn't say it to my face. So Moss said, yes, I would. And he walked out. And he said it to Baron Corbin's face. Where it really got good though is that it was here where Mad Cat Moss started to go through all of Baron Corbin's personas and he even mentioned the Lone Wolf one. I was like, man, I really want to go back to that one day. However, Mad Cat wanted to make a joke about it and he got the fans to chant Big Bald Wolf. Once again, I just stare off into the distance touch my non-existent hair. So once again, this was all fine, but the major takeaway is that the fans were completely behind Mad Cat Moss, which means we have achieved our goal. I don't mean to repeat myself, but Corbin should lose on Sunday. Mad Cat Moss has a little bit of a gimmick change, and then we go wherever the hell we're going to go. But honestly, I think this has been well done from start to finish. Give it up. We then found out what Drew Gulak's role was going to be this week, and surprisingly, 
it was wrestler. And I should never say, I'm so shocked the wrestler was being a wrestler. That's what happens when you get into WWE. He'd been told that he was going to fight a mystery opponent too, and I can't lie, I thought this was brilliant because out came Ludwig, Bowser's son, and he said, ha ha, you're going to be fighting Gunther, and Gunther walked out and Drew Gulak looked like he was about to die, and then they just had a terrific squash match, including Gunther slapping or chopping, whatever word you want to use, Gulak so hard, I thought his heart was going to come out of his mouth. It ended with a powerbomb, and seriously, fair play to these guys. They totally understood what they were trying to get across here because they are professionals. And honestly, if we keep doing this with Gunther, he should absolutely go after a world championship. He is so damn legit. He is so damn believable. Please, for the love of everything, do not mess this up. And it's getting up. But they just had the most bizarre stuff next because we were reminded that the Usos took out Rick Boogs, who recently had surgery, and that Roman Reigns beat the crap out of Shinsuke Nakamura. So Nakamura was being interviewed and he said, I haven't forgotten Roman and one day I will get my revenge. Now one, what do you mean one day you get your revenge? That'd be a crap movie. Go get your revenge now. But also two, when he came out with a lumberjack match, he didn't seem to care. Sometimes WWE is crazy. I mean, what's he going to do too? He's probably going to be on the top rope and it will magically break and that will be that. But the key to all this is that Sami Zayn was eavesdropping once again and was all like, I'm going to tell Roman. And as I've told you a thousand times, anything Sami Zayn does, brilliant. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help? a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash whatculture. Quick interview with Drew McIntyre too, who told us that his team with RK Bro is going to be RK Mukbro which is good, but surely we should have gone with R. Clay, bro, but don't worry about it. And he said, I am going to knock the head off the head of the table and bring it down. That is a death threat. Add it to the counter. And then we just had a tables match. 
It was the New Day versus Sheamus and Rich Holland, and as we have got here, I just want to give a quick shout out to Big E, who went on social media recently and said his neck isn't healing in the way that doctors would have hoped it to. So I can't cross my fingers here, but I will cross them over here, and I just want to send that guy all the positivity in the world, because he's a hero. I want him to get out the other side. Otherwise, this feud continues to be a roller coaster because it's just so random. But there were tables, they were doing big moves, the fans were really into it. You can't say fairer than that. The subplot is that Butch is still missing, of course, and that will tie into the finish, but also that every single time a tag team tried to put somebody else through a table, the other tag team partner was ready there to move the wood out of the way. So it's kind of like some weird wave, and it's pretty cool. There's also this awesome crossbody from Kofi Kingston off the top rope as he took out Sheamus, and they went crashing through Barry Barricade. But all that did was piss off the Irishman, because then he hit white noise on the apron. I went out there, and I did my research, and I talked to some people. That's the hardest part of the ring. This is where Xavier Woods got involved, and he was able to kick the crap out of Ridge Holland. But when he went to the top rope, Sheamus knocked him off, and it looked like he hurt his leg. And honestly, he worked me good, brother. I was like, oh, no, he's actually got injured. I don't think he was at all. It was kind of obvious how this was going to end, because the commentators did keep going, oh, where's Butch? I went to where Butch was, when all of a sudden he appeared from beneath the ring. So I was dying. I was like, Sheamus, Ridge Holland, you went around the entire arena and you put posters up, but you didn't check beneath the ring? You absolute idiots. He was so mad he was able to take out the New Day, and this led Woods in a bunch of trouble. Sheamus and Ridge Holland grabbed him, they gave him a choke slam through the table. Ding, 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 match over. Butch went back to being nuts afterwards, so Sheamus had to drag him off. I know, I know, I am entertained by this, and I don't know why. The tables match. Kayla Braxton was then with Paul Heyman and actually said, <laughs> Paul, did you hear what Drew McIntyre said earlier? He wants to behead Roman Reigns. I was like, Kayla, what are you doing? You're outside his locker. He will come out and he will go crazy. This, of course, is when Sami Zayn snuck back in and was trying to win the favour of Paul Heyman, saying, I heard this, I heard that. Please let me into the bloodline. And seriously, I think we should do it. Maybe Sami Zayn wins the Money in the Bank briefcase or something, and that ties into this weird relationship between the lot of them. I think that would be very, very good. It all tied into the fact that Zayn was going to prove himself by taking on Shinsuke Nakamura. So he find Adam Pearce. He said, oh man, I really want him. The Pierce went, all right, well, you can fight him later. Sami Zayn's face. He was so disappointed. I'm going to do it again. The best. Things then got very intriguing with Lacey Evans. Because we had another backstage promo where she just talked about her real life story. And it will leave you floored. Like, holy crap. How did anybody go through that? But when she came out to finally say hello to the fans live and in person, we were told that we had to stand up and show her the respect she deserved. So all of a sudden, I'm like, wait, 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 is this a swerve? Have we got through all of this stuff just for Lacey Evans to be a heel? Now I hold my hands up because it may work. It may be the greatest twist in wrestling history. Until I see it, I don't know. But it also feels like we have this white hot baby face ready to go. And as always, WWE gonna go in the other direction. So it truly is a wait and see moment. This is my wait and see pose. But my eyebrow was like this. I kept trying to pull it down and I couldn't, that's when you know something enough. Had a quick recap of everything that Raquel Rodriguez did last week, and I'm still worried about that. Well, yeah, 
Shinsuke Nakamura versus Sami Zayn. Zayn continued on winning my praise when he went and yelled at Pat McAfee for dancing to Shinsuke Nakamura's music. And honestly, they could do this match 82,977 times and it would never be bad. I mean, do you remember how Nakamura debuted down in NXT? He took on Sami Zayn and that was a match for the ages. There's also this great bit where Nakamura was going to go for the Kinsasha, but instead Sami Zayn hit him with a Mishinoko driver. And because Shinsuke didn't like that, he just started to knee him in the face over and over again. Then he got on the top rope and he did it again, just kicking his ass. This actually did all tie into the last few weeks though, because just as Nakamura was getting his momentum, Sami Zayn ran away to the point even Pat McAfee was like, <laughs> him legging it may as well be his new finishing move. But then they fought outside, Nakamura went into Barry Barricade, and Sami Zayn got back in the ring in the last second and he won the encounter. Now this does tie into the story and it does tie into the character, but it threw me immensely because now I don't know where we're going. So I'm going to give it an up, but look how tentative it is. Kind of threw me off guard. We do need to hurl a quick down in there though, because it was at this point of SmackDown I realized, flood me sideways, they are pumping in so much crowd noise, it is getting ridiculous. And do they just have one file, like crowd1.mp3? It sounds the same every damn time. Just stop doing it. I would rather have silence than, yeah, and two minutes later, yeah, two minutes later, yeah. I mean, listen to me, I sound like a goat trying to give birth, stop it down. We did finish SmackDown though, as we had started with a big old massive Drew McIntyre and RK Bro were out first, and as ever, Michael Cole and Pat McAfee had to call them RK McBro around about 47 times, so by the end of it, I was like, I don't enjoy that name anymore. But take that and throw it over there, because these three got in the ring, and oh my gosh, this is the best SmackDown segment in ages. Because they started taking the mick out of Roman Reigns, doing his whole acknowledge me thing, when Riddle got the microphone and said, look, I just want to acknowledge everything. I want to acknowledge that Randy Orton is my best friend. I started crying. I was like, oh man, it's so beautiful. But then you had Drew McIntyre saying, I want to acknowledge I beat Randy Orton. And Randy Orton saying, I want to acknowledge that I beat Drew McIntyre. But the whole time, Riddle would just come back and go, yeah, acknowledge, acknowledge. Honestly, you've got to see it. It's a treat. This went on for ages as well, but you could have slapped another five minutes. I'd been like, yes. But when Drew McIntyre called our head of the table a piece of crap, his music hit and out came his boys. We weren't mucking around at all, though, because they just pulled the trigger instantly, including Roman Reigns hitting Drew McIntyre with a Superman punch. This is when RK Bro got back in there, though, and they hit the Usos with a couple of RKOs. And if you can believe it, it meant SmackDown went off air with Roman getting claymored right in the face. This instantly made me go, well, the bloodline is clearly going to win on Sunday. But this was really fun. It was really intense. And while I'm still mad that unified tag team match got thrown out the window, it did make me want to see this match more. I am giving it up. Also, the bloodline definitely interrupted whether that was McIntyre's plan or not. So that is 75 in WWE and 115 overall. We are definitely going to clear 2-0-0. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. 
Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.